This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. What is going on, y'all? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. we got some exciting news for you. Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, has now given us a Headlock Talk promo code. Woo. Go to naturallyhemp's.com, use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. And, by the way, it does not expire. Yes, this is true, Steven. I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for sleep aid, for muscle pain, and for post-workout recovery. And might I also mention, the lotions are great on your skin and they smell fantastic. Oh yeah, it's all really good stuff, but we also have some more for you. NaturallyPureSanitizer.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Also, if you are a vapor and you are in need of e-liquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Yes, they have a fine variety of uh, candy flavors, tobacco flavors, menthol flavors, and fruit flavors. So I'm a very big fan of that too. Oh yeah, all really good stuff. And again, code HLT10 at checkout at all of these websites gets you 10% off your order. Now on with the show. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of Headlock Talk, where this week we'll be discussing Raw. I, I said discussing so strangely. Why did I do that? I don't know, man. That's, this is what Raw does to me, man. This is why <laughs> I don't watch Raw. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and as always with me here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, Stephen. How's it going? It's going all right. <laughs> it's going all right. <laughs> we are doing double duty here for you today, hmm. folks. Um, Stephen and I have just sat down and watched Hulu uh the hulu version of wwe raw 
the better wa- version. Uh, the condensed version. Mm. Uh, we watched it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to, to watch it again mm-hmm. with you here. But, but we're going to do it um, as, a, uh, as a live watch along. Mm-hmm. So if you want to pull up the Hulu version of Raw, you can follow along and join in on the conversation with us like, like we're in your head or something. It's kind of crazy. Or something. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I I mean, I, I guess what we thought of here was that this past week's episode of Monday Night Raw was so bad on, on multiple, multiple different levels, right? Yeah. And, and Stephen, you posed to me a great question earlier on the card ride over here. Mm-hmm. What, what did you ask me? What, what? what did I ask you? Okay, so <laughs> I guess context helps here. Okay, <laughs> we were we were talking about Raw, and I I had said, you know what, a lot has been made about how awful this Raw episode was. Oh yes, everybody from uh, from us to Meltzer to you know uh, all of the internet dirt sheet wizards out there, mm-hmm. and most podcasters, I will note, all agreed that this episode was fairly bad right right so the question being well, what makes it so bad well what makes it so bad but mm-hmm. also um so many people i guess uh really poo-pooed on the retribution thing right right but uh, unbeknownst to all of us on monday t-bar of retribution turned out mm-hmm. to be one of the most brilliant social media wizards <laughs> the world has ever seen yeah and I guess my question to you, not only I guess it was is twofold. Mm-hmm. What makes it so bad, Stephen? Mm-hmm. This this raw, but also <laughs> d- d- is T Bar some kind of savior of of this raw episode? Is, is is he the saving grace to what this show needed? Uh, <laughs> that's a very loaded question. Um, <laughs> so what makes this episode of Raw in particular as bad uh, or so bad? Confusion. Just, just the fact that things are happening for seemingly no reason. Uh, there's no context for anything, uh, and even the context that we are given uh, makes zero sense whatsoever. Uh, see the uh, the contract thing with uh, with retribution. We'll get into that as we as we get into the show. Um, but that's definitely the one of the most glaring things for me is just like you know. The, Throughout the show, they keep saying like, "Oh, retribution! They signed these these WWE contracts, these contracts. W- which means they can do anything to anyone at any time." Yeah, and they were very specific in saying all that entire phrase. Yeah. Now, my only question is, it's more of a statement. Yeah. Contracts don't work that way. Um, <laughs> why would why would WWE want them to sign a contract that basically says they can terrorize their employees? Yeah. Um, it, it's either bad storyline uh, telling or um, it's just a very poor reason. Uh, yeah. Or, or WWE doesn't understand contracts. Mm, interesting. Um, and, and and the second part of your question is T Bar the saving grace of this episode? Yeah. Was was did did T Bar did did all of his social media work this week make up for how incredibly awful this episode of Raw was? Short answer, no, no. There, there's, there's nothing that can. Um, it, as a mm. standalone episode, um, it's it's very poor, very very <laughs> poor. Uh, I, I don't think a, a few tweets on, on anyone's account would be able to save. 
this episode, in my opinion. Now, I, I will say, uh, T-Bar, he's great. He's very good at Twitter. Okay, He's very good at Twitter. He's very good at Twitter. I, I don't want to take that away from him. But, yeah. uh, I mean, you watched the show. What, I did. D- do a few tweets from, from T-Bar's uh, Twitter account solve it for you? It only softens a little bit of the blow that is that is retribution, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I can't say that all of it is their fault. Um, a lot, of course. <clears throat> a big part of why I just I I really try to get all of my Raw and SmackDown viewing done on Hulu is because the camera work and the directing is so awful. Yeah, like. Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it here, mm-hmm. and, and I will try to count how many camera cuts we get in just the opening segment alone. Yeah, I mean, I I had uh, just just for poops and giggles, I uh, had a timer on my phone for for sixty seconds, and, and I just chose a random random point in, in a random match of the show, and I counted thirty seven camera cuts in sixty seconds. Jeez, Louise, that's that's that is crazy. Yeah, that like it's absolutely crazy. How do you expect anyone to follow what's going on when you're cutting that much? I just, I, I really don't understand it. Like, do do they think that those amount of camera cuts like add to the action? Because if anything, it takes it away. And I know we've talked about this before, and I'm I'm kind of, you know, ranting slash preaching to the choir a little bit. But like, <laughs> I just I just don't understand it. Who who looks at that? end product and he's like oh yeah that's great you know kevin dunn keep doing what you're doing man like it's working like who who saw that and was like oh yeah it's it's great this is great work he did it it just doesn't make any sense to me man (laughs) that's fair enough Uh, so i guess let's 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 bust this thing open (laughs) because i think that it's it's we we don't want to waste any more of your time we've got a lot of gold uh, on our way here <laughs> yes um but uh i do want to con- put this into co- proper context and by the time that you're listening to this show clash of champions will have already happened mm-hmm. but I, I i need to emphasize to you that this is in fact the i i guess the like the the raw leading up to clash of champions like this is the last raw before clash of champions here yeah yep and and this is what they decided to do apparently apparently (laughs) no i I mean like i said at the top of the show like the the number one word for for this episode is just confusion just Mm -hmm. confusion all right well so ladies and gentlemen if you go to your hulu uh and uh you go to hit the uh the the play button on this episode of raw oh excuse me i've had some energy drinks today all sorts uh, of a few <laughs> carbonated yeah um so uh right now uh we're hitting the play button uh we have it on mute because we are not allowed to play wwe copyrighted material here on this podcast of course uh, but we are at the segment of then now and forever wwe logo just pulled up here we are at a uh, minute uh zero uh, retribution has just arrived on the scene mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes indeed indeed um uh this this is (laughs) (laughs) they look ridiculous they they look absolutely ridiculous um so so we've got who clearly looks like to be mia yim it's it's definitely mia yim mercedes martinez Mm. dominic dijakovic um, I believe that the the tall gentleman right there is Mace. 
yeah, Mace is mm-hmm. Dio Madden. Oh, okay. And then Shane Thorne is uh, uh, Slapjack. Mm. Mm. Okay. Here we're getting Mia Yim explaining that uh, uh, they got contracts, and she had to adjust her mask. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> we're, we all we all understand that. <laughs> no, and and uh, yeah, this is the. Man, this didn't take long at all. This is the first point of the show where I'm like, okay, what the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. Because it's at this point where uh, Mia Yim's character and uh, Dominic Dijakovic's character, I refuse to call him T-Bar. T-Bar. It's, it's an awful, awful name. Um, but but they're you know explaining to us kind of what their situation is. And what they're saying is that they now have contracts. Yeah, they, they have contracts. WWE signed them to contracts because... Mm-hmm. Because WWE doesn't want them to beat up on anybody anymore. Right. Uh, apparently, the, the cost of the contracts for Retribution is actually cheaper than the cost of the security guards mm-hmm. that Retribution has been, uh, uh, you know, dismantling, I guess. So, so so apparently, they will gladly get paid by WWE while, while still continuing to do exactly what they do. This, this seems like a, a no-win situation for, for WWE. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I don't really understand th- this reasoning at all, and this is the reasoning that they keep bringing up throughout the show. That is just like, I don't know what you're going for here. So, so T Bar says that uh, they'll be judge, uh, jury, and executioners uh, for WWE, and then the Hurt business, the the, the hired mercenaries for WWE. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess have come out. Um, so, so, so here's what's funny too: mm-hmm. the Hurt business are clearly heels. Right, right. But when it comes to retribution, they are full-on baby faces. Well, because everyone hates retribution for good reason. So anyone who's going to stand up to retribution is immediately going to be cheered. I mean, of course, mm. they're they're getting them out of the ring. Cedric Alexander looks fat in those pants. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. It's just weird. His pants look bigger than the whole rest of his body. Oh, man. <laughs> And Retribution, like the cowards they are, apparently, have all fled the ring. Hmm. And, and see, it's Strange just, times. Every <laughs> every aspect of this opening segment just confuses me. Because, like, uh, look, uh, Hurt Business, I'm a big fan. And, and from what I understand, a lot of people are big fans, right? Yeah. Um, you're kind of painting yourself into a box here. Because you have Retribution, who who's this new faction. They're supposed to be, you know, taking over... Uh, WWE and everything, and, and so for them to look menacing, for them to look powerful, you you want them, you know, mm. go, going over on some guys, right? Mm. But then you have Hurt Business here, and they're pretty popular as well. You definitely don't want them losing to anybody, and so now you're stuck in a situation where this segment just hurts both of them a little bit. I mean, you've got MVP in the ring as well as uh, Bobby Lashley. MVP in particular cutting a promo before Bobby Lashley kind of. You know, uh, settles things. Mm. Uh, they're kind of promo, basically challenging Retribution to a match later on tonight. Uh, before the ringside is completely flooded by other Retribution members, mm. uh, so uh, the Hurt Business is completely surrounded and are uh, you know kind of uh, just having to fight, <laughs> yeah. fight their way out of the ring. Looks like it's about four on twenty. Yeah, Cedric so. Alexander is just getting mobbed outside the ring. Of course, you know, of course, <laughs> unfortunate. Um, yeah, I mean it's it does not look good here for the hurt business. Yeah, it's hurting business. King's Steven. losing his mind. Yeah, it's, it's chaos everywhere. It's <laughs> chaos. It's also chaos in my mind because I'm I'm trying to figure out 
what the hell they're trying to show me right now. And mm. and not even that, but who I should care about. Mm. So for all intents and purposes here, this segment is not yet even done. Right. And there's nearly been 100 camera cuts. Uh, at least. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so moving right along here, we are now taken backstage to where the Ray Mysterio family is gathered. Mm. Aaliyah, Mrs. Mysterio, Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so Ray is uh, talking about how special it is that his family has been involved on Raw. Steven, I mean, if you were Ray Mysterio, would would you have your family on Raw every week? I don't know, man. Seth Rollins <laughs> keeps coming up with like weird ways to to terrorize uh, everybody. So uh, probably not. Honestly, Ray does say that he is blessed. I mean, yeah, yeah. You you seem to have a, a nice family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you look pretty blessed. You are missing an eye though. Yeah, and uh, that I mean Th- that, that kind of sucks. sucks. Yeah. I mean that that's that's enough reason right there not to bring your family. Honestly, mm. we are getting to our first match of the evening here. Uh, Street Profits are coming out here for commentary. Uh, and uh, they're going to be doing commentary for, I guess, the number one contenders match uh, between, um, uh, it looks to be uh, Andrade mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Angel Garza uh, against Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy and um, also uh, the third team of Dominic Mysterio and Humberto Carrillo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, what do you make of, uh, I guess, the uh, uh, how they, 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 I guess, cut all those cups they got all those cups on, on, on Dude, the I love that on the entrance ramp. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it actually, it, yeah. and I love that they have they have the full size cups, but then they also have the little mini guys, mm. the the little uh, the little shot glass mm. red solo cups. Yeah, I don't know, man. Street profits are money, man. They're they're really great. The, I, a lot has been said of the street profits. Mm. You know, they're 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 pretty solid in the ring. I, I will I will definitely give them this. They are probably the perfect embodiment of like a type A. WWE tag team, mm. like uh, to its fullest potential. What do you mean they're, by Type A? They're, they're like they're entertaining. They're very WWE, like like yeah, very WWE for sure. But like they're they're pretty talented. They're entertaining. They're you know, um, but yeah, I mean that, that that's what I like. I know? will say, not the best on commentary. <laughs> they're fine. I mean they're fine. It's not like terrible, but it's just mm. a lot of like oh man oh. That's crazy! Wow! Wow! Oh my God! Ah. Well, they they put up they they said some good commentary about like how they wanted to face Dominic and and Umberto. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Kind of was weird for me. No Zelina Vega here no with uh, with uh, Angel Garza and Andrade, mm-hmm. but they seem to be they seem to be coexisting finally after weeks of not being on the same page. Yeah, it almost seems like maybe Zelina was the problem. Mm-hmm. 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 That's not mine. Commentary alluded to that, but uh, I mean, yeah, maybe if that's the story they're trying to tell here, I will say Andrade's jacket is uh, kind of hurting my eyes. I can't tell what material it's made out of. It's uh, a great question here, Stephen. It's it's like some sort of pleather, maybe. Might be some pleather. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That man is in great shape. I mean. All the people involved in this match are in above average shape. I mean, this I is say. true. This is true. Um, but he was just flaunting it, so I had to comment. You know, uh, of I course. See, I see. I see. Um, <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy are now making their way to the ring. Uh, Monday night, Messiah Seth Rollins, mm, mm. Uh, who's just like the the absolute poorest excuse of a Jay White impersonator. Exactly. Um, Cut that man butt off. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's rough. 
Yeah, that's it's it's quite a lot of man bun. Quite a lot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, any amount of man bun is too much, but that that's quite a man bun. Murphy's looking, uh, get kind of giving giving Seth a side eye. Yeah, he's also looking quite buff. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that, that guy's jacked. It's crazy. Um, I, Stephen, if you ever had a daughter, mm-hmm. would you trust a man with a set, with a with a, a hair bun like Seth Rollins? <laughs> well, just in my normal everyday life, I don't trust any man with a man bun. <laughs> so short answer no no the short answer is, is absolutely not i really no. hope it's a fashion statement that like dies very soon me too me too yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know it, at least it, at least it lets everyone know in the room that you're a douche mm-hmm. like <laughs> <laughs> we are getting a little bit of footage from last week's raw where uh seth rollins did attack buddy murphy um after his match with dominic mysterio because Buddy Murphy done effed up, Stephen. He, he done effed up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's trying to seek atonement tonight. Mm-hmm. I don't know how accurate that is. <laughs> it, it looks like he's actually pretty okay with what he did. I'm not going to lie. Who, like, Seth? Like, uh, Buddy. Okay. Like, yeah. like he, he looks he, fine. Yeah, I mean, he's not he's not struggling or anything. Now, now speaking of Jack, look. Yes. Uh, I, it uh, it appears to be quite obvious that Humberto Carrillo has done something between Royal Rumble and now to be as big as he is because yes. he was not nearly this big so many months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in his arms, I, man. I'm not suggesting anything. I'm not suggesting anything that he did at all. But <laughs> no, of course not. But look at his arms. I mean, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. Absolutely. And, and he's always been. Uh, you know, he's always been that that lean cruiserweight like kind, he, kind of style. At, you know, at no point was he ever bigger than Andrade, and now he is much, much bigger than Andrade. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see it in his face. Like maybe, maybe he started eating, or maybe some <laughs> something started eating. Maybe something else happened. <laughs> oh man, is this how you do it? Oh man, he ripped the tights off right away. Oh man, on uh, Garza just ripped his pants off to start the match, and uh, yeah, here we go. Humberto Carrillo, Angel Garza, and Buddy Murphy start this uh, triple threat tag team match. Uh, Steven, who do you like in this match? Well, if he wasn't <laughs> if he wasn't attached at the hip to Seth Rollins, it'd be Buddy Murphy because mm. Buddy Murphy is is just awesome as hell. You at mean all times? You, you mean you you don't like Swolberto here? I mean, I do. Don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Swol- uh, Swolberto Korea. <laughs> yeah, that's the official name change done. I mean, it's no worse than Shorty G. Like, so, I mean, like, I know that last week we talked about how much bigger Will Ospreay looks. Mm-hmm. Humberto Carrillo looks like he ate Will Ospreay. <laughs> Dude, he, he is really jacked, and I don't know where it came from. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, it, and even even next to Buddy Murphy, who in I mean, he is Buddy Murphy looks pretty jacked. He's jacked all the time. Yeah. So even compared to him, he's looking big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's actually, it's actually really impressive. Looks like looks like Dominic might be the uh, the smallest might guy, be the smallest guy out there. I think that's I think that's accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. He might be he might be taller than Angel Garza. 
just by a little bit, but but definitely not with the muscle mass. Have you ever noticed that most of like Dominic Mysterio's in ring gear looks very very? Oh God, that was awful. Yeah, it was bad botch there. Yeah, uh, with uh, <laughs> Angel Garza doing not Angel Garza, Andrade doing his pose on the ropes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, so um, Dominic, all of his gear. Mm-hmm looks like the ring gear that Seth Rollins would walk out to normally. It's true. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah, but before Seth Rollins started using the the leather jacket with the the furry uh, collar. Right, right. Yeah, he always had that like like dark Power Ranger look mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have actually noticed that. Um I don't know like is this what is this what we're getting going forward from from Dominic and his attire? Maybe not. Maybe they're just waiting for him to get all those um, uh, Swolberto gains. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mean that was to, a cool spot. It, that was uh, yeah. So we get a diving spot here with Dominic uh, and uh, um, Umberto uh, diving to the outside. Swolberto <laughs> diving to the outside. That's pretty pretty dope. Um, so like. What, what, what were we talking about just a moment ago? We were talking are, about are, his attire, Dominic's we, attire. Dominic's attire, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's just waiting on, um, you know, getting, the, getting those Humberto gains. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, but more seriously here. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't, I really don't understand with Dominic, I, I guess, like, uh, obviously they're pushing him really, really hard, right? Um but like, I don't know, man. I I, I I'm at a loss for words. Like, yeah. he looks like to, like they're really taking him very very seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, they're certainly taking him seriously. I mean, look at the people in the ring right now. I mean, this is yeah. a pretty high profile match, I would say. Yeah. Um, the the thing with Dominic though is that he just really hasn't clicked for me. Uh, I say that as I see a, a botched six one nine from him. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could be his fault. It could be, well, well, and and I guess that's what the difficulty was that I I had asking that question because it's like he's very very green. He he's extremely green. Yeah, and, and he's so green that if uh, if he wasn't Rey Mysterio's son, he would not be in the ring right now. Basically. You think so? I, I oh yeah, hundred percent, dude, hundred mm. percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, now there's nothing. Wrong with yeah. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Dominic per se, and, and he definitely shows a lot of potential. Uh-huh. He's definitely very agile, uh-huh. but there's no getting around it he's just extremely green and so a lot of the a lot of the matches that he's in, a lot of the moves that he does are very not believable mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so yeah they're they're clearly pushing him very hard, you know uh, it's Rey Mysterio's son, like of course you're going to, but I don't know, maybe they pulled the trigger a little too early. Hmm. You know, because he, he kind of just fills space well, until you get like a destroyer, and then that's well, it. He, he didn't even get any NXT time. Oh, and uh, he, here's something: uh, at this part of the match here, ladies and gentlemen, Seth Rollins has just walked out on Buddy Murphy. He took mm-hmm. his jacket and he has left. Yeah, he said he's got a lot on his mind. He's got better things to do. That's what ah, he says. Goodness, poor Murphy, man. Yeah, man. Come on. <laughs> Um. So I still I still can't get over Swolberto. <laughs> um, it w- I think what amazes me is that he, his his agility is still intact. Like he's doing yeah. all the same moves. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, wing clipper there from Angel Garza, and that appears to be the three. Oh man, and um, and 
and Murphy got pinned. And Murphy got pinned. Man, Rollins walks out on him. Andy gets pinned. Mm-hmm. It's not his night. So once again, we're getting the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade. This uh, should be a decent enough match for Clash of Champions. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? You, you'll probably listen to this episode after Clash of Champions is already aired, and may, maybe I'll have to eat my own words. Yeah, I mean, if it sucked, let us know. Yeah. But, I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> uh, there, there's no reason that match w- would be anything less than good. Uh, everyone involved in it is pretty talented. So, I, I mean, at the end of the day, at least we're going to get a good match. We'll, we'll see about the other ones, but this one will be good. We'll see. <laughs> You're you're not letting go. You're like, ah, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it. It's it's gonna be a decent match. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I certainly trust Angel Garza and uh, uh, Andrade to to put in good work. And mm-hmm. Street Profits are always entertaining. This is true. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Where you come down on those titles? Because because I I think I still hate them. I think they're trash. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to revisit that. I, I really, really want Andrade and Angel Garza to win these titles. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Think, think Street Profits have run their course? I think that they... I think that they haven't run their course. They just need to lose. They just need to lose yeah. and like, kind of build a little bit more character work. I don't know. That's just me. No, I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we are getting uh, the commentary team. Uh, King and Byron, and I think his name's Todd. Is his name Todd? What's his name? Byron. Well, there's Byron. There's King. Oh there's yeah, Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're they're giving us a preview here. Uh, I guess last week on uh, Raw Underground, Braun Strowman was throwing literally everybody around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler included. Believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> Dolph's been there a lot. Dolph has been there a lot. He's actually fairly decent for Raw Underground. Nice. Um, but uh, well, I more so meant Dolph being slammed. Dolph's uh, been there a lot. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> well, we, and we have a stare down between Braun and Dabo Kato. Yes. Who uh, will be, uh, th- they'll be going one-on-one in Raw Underground later on, as uh, Shane McMahon says, on the mic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll get that later on here. Uh, we have Shane uh, coming onto the scene here with Shane's bodyguard, the the man holding the door at Raw Underground. Looked like he just hotboxed that entire warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Shane is clearly blazed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, he's sweating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Looks like the Trump children at the Republican National Convention. Oh, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Um, well, they, they say that they've always got a lot of surprises. Uh, the doorman says, you know what? I can't wait to see that match later. But what's weird is he won't be able to see it later because he'll be at the door. He'll be at the door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was weird too. I'm actually glad you mentioned something. I wasn't going to mention it because it's so small, but it is kind of weird. Uh, also, this song is trash. The, the, <laughs> this the champion sucks. by the score. It's so bad. You don't, you don't like it? I do not. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, oh my gosh, retribution. <laughs> So they're cutting a promo on the Hurt Business, yep, yep. Uh, saying that they bent the knee to the WWE and that they're part of the problem, Steven. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also goes goes as far as to say that uh, that them cashing their, their checks like whores. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kind of, kind of. Yeah, they uh, they talk about how the hurt business are in uh, these thousand dollar suits, mm-hmm. um, and that uh, their work is not done for the night. Uh, say uh, the payment will not come in the form of money, but rather in the form of a match against retribution. 
That was the dumbest line ever. Because, like, he's building up to it will be paid for in blood. But yeah. what he says is it will be paid for in a match against us. And it's like, oh, that's like the most anticlimactic thing you could have possibly said there. Oh, it's it's Tom Phillips, not Todd Phillips. I don't care. My mistake. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, so, yeah, you got Todd Phillips. Uh, he's, he's talking about... Uh, you know... Retribution match. Another thing about retribution, you no, know, he he called her. Uh, he called retribution whores for like cashing their checks. But like, yeah. you just signed contracts with WWE, mm. which I'm assuming you're getting paid for. So like, what does that make you? Uh, so here here's the best part of this show. <laughs> Kevin Owens comes out, and there's a cardboard logo just behind him that says KO Show. Yes. Um. He he basically is cutting a promo, um, kind of a, a little bit about the history uh, about him and Shane McMahon. So it is a little bit strange uh, that that Shane's coming on here. But uh, Kevin Owens is kind of uh, I, I, he's doing the decent thing and actually bringing the audience up to speed about their history. Yeah, yeah, a crazy. L- yeah, a, l- a little bit of continuity goes mm-hmm. a long way here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, and I, I know. This might be a controversial opinion, but Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon have had some absolutely great matches together. They've had some good matches. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that everybody's brought up to speed, officially, if you are watching this on Hulu, we're just about to enter the 22-minute mark. Uh, so if you're if just, for whatever reason, tuning in right now here to Headlock Talk. <laughs> I don't know, even know way. how you got here at this moment. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're at the 22-minute mark, and Shane McMahon has come to the ring. Yes. Yeah, I'm waiting for that dance. Give me that dance. That's the money. That's what I want. Yeah, you want to see Shane Man do the do the Shane shuffle? I, I need to do, I need to see the shuffle. <laughs> money, 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 money. Here comes the money. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting. Do the thing. Oh, there it is. Oh yeah, that's what I was waiting for. That's great. No man does it like this man. No, nobody does uh, mm-hmm. that. That Shane Man mostly because they shuffle. mostly because they don't want to. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You know. Um, so yeah, looks like uh, Shane's excited to be there. Uh, Ko is excited to be there. Shane's looking old, man. You think so? Yeah. Well, I I mean he look. Don't get me wrong. Like he looks like he's in perfectly fine shape. I'm not trying to say anything like that, but you know, I just every time I think of Shane McMahon, I'm thinking of the Shane that I knew when I was a kid. And so uh. every time I see him now, it's just like, holy crap, you're your dad. Like what happened? <laughs> So Shane's basically uh, reminiscing with uh, Ko about their previous history and how they tried to destroy each other uh, at Hell in a Cell and for all those other matches that they had. Um, and, and and they're they're about to hype up this match here between Braun Strowman and Dabo Kato at uh, Raw Underground. Um, Ko says every all their passes now under the bridge. Stephen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you, you do you believe him? Uh, not for a second, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he is being the bigger man. Mm. He is being the bigger man. He, he's, you know, for the most part, keeping his mouth shut and, mm-hmm. and you know, let, letting uh, letting Shane come out and do his thing. Mm-hmm. So he's he's allowing Shane some time to promote uh, this 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 big match, the, the biggest match, <laughs> Clash of the Titans or Clash of the Behe- Battle the, of the Behemoths, Battle of the that's, Behemoths, Dabo Kato and Braun Strowman. Mm. Um, yeah. Two two big meaty men slapping meat, Stephen. Of course, of course. Big E would be proud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he really seven foot tall? I... Might be a slight overbilling, but I think that's a slight overbilling. 
I mean, he's definitely a, he's he, a big boy. He might be close to 400 pounds, as, as, as Shane McMahon advertised. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, Braun Strowman looks like he's clearly the bigger person, I think. Yeah, yeah. What do they bill Braun Strowman at, height-wise? Well, that's a good question. Let's take a look. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. How tall is Braun Strowman? And I'm also really surprised that we've gotten this far in the show without mentioning that uh, the Thunderdome thing is just so weird. <laughs> Still. <laughs> it freaks you out. It just freaks me out, man. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, Dabo Kato has now come to the ring at the surprise of Kevin Owens. What? What? Uh, Braun Strowman is billed at six foot eight, or at least that's what, uh, six foot eight, 386 pounds. So Braun Strowman is six foot eight, but Dabakato is seven foot. Doesn't make much sense. Because uh, Braun's the, the taller person, right? Dabakato is actually six foot nine, 350 pounds. I see. I see. Which is strange. I, I thought, I thought looking at the two next to each other, Dabakato was the smaller person. But I guess I yeah. was wrong. Yeah, I guess so. See, so so they're giving us a flashback from last week on on, on Raw Underground. Uh, you would think that Aleister Black would be perfectly built for Raw Underground, but he got slammed around by Dabo Kato. Yep. Sad. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. They they seem to be making uh, weird decisions on, on who they want to push and win um, in the sense that it doesn't really seem like they make a lot of decisions. They're just like, ah, mm-hmm. go, do, go do the thing. Uh, Dabo Kato's real name is Babatunde. Oh, okay. Uh, he is Polish. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Polish. Hmm. <laughs> what, what are some other famous Polish wrestlers? Famous Polish wrestlers? Yeah. Let's see. I wouldn't have thought he was Polish. It's interesting. wrestlers yeah and here we have uh kevin owens you know kind of talking some smack to dabakato mm-hmm. he's uh he's basically saying that uh he's got braun Strowman tonight uh but uh uh but some point at some point they're gonna they're gonna do this thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which sounds a lot dirtier than what it is do this thing um ivan putski larry zabisco oh oh killer kowalski okay uh kevin owens just slapped uh Tabukato. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. And uh, Kevin Owens is now bringing out his guest, Braun Strowman. I-, I love this. I love that Kevin Owens is just like, yeah, I just want to I just want to start some chaos, start some havoc. Yeah. And 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 Shane McMahon's clearly playing the role of Dana White at a UFC press conference of trying to stand between uh two uh furious fighters. Mhm. Uh, oh yeah, I guess there is a UFC show on tonight. That'll be. Oh, is there really? I think there is. Nice. I'm gonna have to hit up Mags and be like, "Hey, what's the link?" No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I can find my own streams. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, definitely don't uh, don't forget to tune in to Five Rounds Podcast, where, mm. where Mags is gonna break down that UFC show, uh, Adesanya versus. Uh, uh, is it Adesanya and I can't remember the other fellow's name UFC 253 uh, here we have uh, Braun he's now in the ring oh, Paulo Costa yeah oh, okay sorry I got distracted oh you're good uh, Dabakato and uh, Braun Strowman are just you know eyeing each other down talking some smack Shane's trying to keep them keep them apart 
Yeah, see, I mean, right next to each other, they, re- I mean, Braun really does look like the taller one. Yeah. Um, even though they're, they're saying that Dabu is the taller one. I don't know. I don't know um, but Kevin Owens is getting his balls crushed by Aleister Black, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who had jumped over the ring barrier and uh, basically has uh, repeatedly, um, I guess, driven Kevin Owens' um, testicles into yeah. the ring. Yeah, uh, he's, he's come by to say, yeah, matey. Looks like a like a pirate. He still has yeah. only one eye, and I'm not understanding really quite what they're doing with Alistair Black. This is all very disheartening to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Steven, how how do we fix Alistair Black now? Man, it you just need to start fresh. I, I mean, it looks like they're they're maybe trying to build something up with uh with him and uh, Kevin Owens, obviously, and, and that could definitely go somewhere. You know, Kevin Owens is. Obviously, super talented in his own right. They could definitely do something there. Mm. Um, me personally, uh, to your point that you had said earlier, I, I think Alistair Black is an absolutely perfect candidate for Raw Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then he just got flatlined and, and just uh, you know completely demolished in there. So uh, I don't really know. I don't really know. I I do want to see where this where this Kevin Owens feud is going for him, but. I, me personally, I would have loved to see him be in Raw Underground mm. as like a legitimate fixture in that segment. Uh, we're getting another flashback to last Monday on Raw, where uh, uh, Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee both did uh, uh, somersaults mm. to the outside. Mm-hmm. And Beautiful took, spot. Yeah, took out uh, the Hurt Business and Retribution. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, see, I'm just so confused on who's on whose team, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like. So uh, right now we're getting a, a little bit of promo action here from Drew McIntyre, who yet again faces Keith Lee, and we'll we'll see if this improves Keith Lee's trajectory any. Um, yeah, I don't re- that see that's another thing I don't really know what we're doing with Keith Lee, man. I, I really don't know. Hmm. They they seem to be, you know, they're like, oh yeah, we'll push you, but then you you're not gonna ever get a clean finish to any of your matches and. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So, I don't know. Like, like you said, we'll see. Mm. Yeah, Drew McIntyre says that uh, him and Keith Lee are going to beat the hell out of each other. Um, Seems to be excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he looks ready to go. He mm-hmm. still has that injured jaw. This is true. He should probably watch out for that. Mm. Mm, indeed. Let's see here. Uh, we are taken yet again somewhere else backstage where Retribution is just beating up on random wrestlers on the Raw roster. It looks like that might be Humberto Carrillo right back there. Um, that's uh, that yeah, may- Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil, yeah. Hmm. Goodness. Okay. Standard brawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we get yet again get T Bar here cutting a promo, uh, saying that they are judge, jury, and executioner. You and already that, said that, yeah. That the WWE roster is the virus. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Byron looks super concerned. He's 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 <laughs> very upset about this retribution angle. Yeah. So are we, Byron? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Tom is like, "Why did we offer these guys contracts?" Yeah, for I, don't, real. I don't understand. And again, that we're now told that uh, Retribution again has had contracts signed that says they can do anything to anyone at any time. 
mm-hmm. which is a crazy, crazy clause mm-hmm. in their contract. At this point in the show, the Hurt Business versus Retribution has been announced for uh, for later on tonight on Raw. Should be something else. Yeah. Um, we, I guess. I, I, let me see here. Is this... So so is wait hold on I guess Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee is the second match on the card second match on the card yes sir wow yeah how the mighty have fallen yeah <laughs> yeah well what's weird about it too is like okay we're we're semi used to them not using Keith Lee correctly right and, and so like okay Keith Lee's on the second match of the card that's awful but it's not entirely unexpected but. Drew is there too. Your champion. Your champion. Your champion is in the second match of the night. Like, mm-hmm. what is your priorities are all out of whack, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can say the same thing about Keith Lee, but you know what I mean, though. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Clash of Champions is sponsored by Hyundai. And uh, this, uh, what? what is this? I don't even know. It's called Battlegrounds. Battle, Battlegrounds. Yeah. Yeah, apparently uh, our good friend and yours, Josh Robinson, ha- uh, said that he had bought it twice, once for console and once for, for PC. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, fair enough, man. Fair enough, if you're enjoying it. I mean, uh, one, one good thing about having it on PC is the mods. Ah, Those mods, yeah. Yes, that's probably why Josh bought it there. Yep. Mm. And, of course, uh, just to kind of give you an update on where we're at, we're just about to enter the 34th minute mark here. Uh, with this Drew McIntyre and uh, Keith Lee contest, and mm. Drew McIntyre is very much making his way down the ring. We see the uh, the ambulance here for this proposed ambulance match that may take place this Sunday at Clash of Champions. Mm. If, of course, Randy Orton is fit enough to make the match. If he is not, uh, Keith Lee uh, uh, will be there. Uh, uh, if he wins this match to right, face right. Drew at Clash of Champions, multiple layers of stipulation lots there. Of, lots of different things going on here. Yeah, yes. you know, I I know we've talked uh, a lot in the past about how absolutely ugly those uh, those titles are, and I think we've said this before too. But man, does it look good on Drew McIntyre? He he really rocks that belt, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he he makes for a very good champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's got a tough contest here if Randy Orton is fit enough to make Clash of Champions. Yeah. I mean, t- does Drew McIntyre retain, Stephen? I think so, man. I I, I really think so. Uh, obviously, Randy Orton's like a, a very very safe bet. You know, um, I don't know. Ran- Randy Orton's title reigns they they don't do it for me necessarily, just because I've seen it time and time and time again. Um, but it's a very safe bet, you know. He'll he'll go out there and and put out a good match, a decent promo, and and everything like that. But at the same time, man, Drew, he he never really he's never really even gotten the chance to to be the champion and have the the big title reign, you know, uh, with, with everything going on with the coronavirus. Uh, he he's been a crowdless champ, and, and it just really really sucks for him. And so I personally really hope that he does retain at Clash of Champions and just give him some more time. And uh, I mean, who knows when all this coronavirus stuff will be over? But but Drew is such a good champion that he deserves to have a crowd behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree, man. And I know maybe a few weeks ago I made that if wishes were fishes that uh, Edge uh, should should face Randy at WrestleMania for the title. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, depending on how this. 
uh, feud here goes and what Edge's recovery timeline actually looks like. I mean, we could be getting Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, mm-hmm. which is certainly possible as a, as a WrestleMania main event. Uh, here we do have Drew McIntyre locking up with Keith Lee, uh, really kind of working that, that side headlock. <laughs> Look at those biceps, man. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I've seen a lot of like Drew McIntyre's like um, like he occasionally does things for, like muscle and fitness or like whatever. Oh, really? Um, but like they've put out videos of him on like YouTube. And uh, if there's anything that I'm I'm most impressed with with Drew McIntyre, it's actually his back. Like like you mm. would never you would never think it, but like uh, that man puts a lot of work into building his back muscles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, yeah, nasty fall there. Ouchies. Yeah. Um, uh, off topic here, unrelated to Drew McIntyre, but Keith Lee mm. um, is in this match. Uh, Steven, this 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 like. This onesie looking shirt kind of thing here. This, I really feel as though this isn't doing Keith Lee any favors. Uh, no, uh, WWE seems to really not want him to be shirtless for some reason. But like <laughs> they, they just will not allow it to happen, and it, they'll they'll try anything in order for him to not uh, be shirtless. And I and I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, they didn't have any problem with it when he was in NXT. Exactly, and. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. It, it's it's very clear that they don't know what they're doing with with Keith Lee, whether it be story or character or or, or, or attire or, or music or music or entrance or anything. I mean, they they just have no idea what what to do with him, what they're doing with him. Uh, you know, obviously the, this is a small example, but that little singlet thing is just a mm-hmm. a, a piece of evidence of that. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness! Yeah, that was rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Drew. Uh, Drew's been a very, very good champion, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I mean, I, I would say I, I feel in my bones that Randy Orton may very well win the title. Um, and, and of course, you, the listener, will probably already know that as right. the time of you listening to this episode. But mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, it, it's a. Uh, It'll be a little bit, a little bit, a little bit sad, a little bit yeah. sad for uh, for Drew mm-hmm. when, uh, uh, if and when he does lose the title. Right. I mean, like I said, man, R- Randy's the Randy's the safe choice, uh, but but I think Drew is the right choice right now. Mm. Um, yeah, his, his title reign's been been very long, you know, and, and I don't know. WWE fans seem to have kind of a short attention span sometimes. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, may, maybe they'll try to take the take the title off him and maybe they think that he's had a good run and mm-hmm. everything like that, but he just hasn't had the full like he hasn't had the right run. Mm-hmm. You know. One thing that I can appreciate about Keith Lee here in this match mm. is that he's he's very much a consummate professional. Yes. Right, like they they have him doing the generic big man style or big huge slams. He just had made a big huge slam on Drew McIntyre just now, um, and uh, yeah, I mean he he really isn't he really doesn't work that style traditionally. Like that's never been his forte. He's known for doing a lot of other things, more athletic uh, based moves, but. Um, yeah, he just uh, he, he's kind of just rolling with the punches here and mm-hmm. working this style uh, as he's uh, well, for lack of a better word, directed to it seems. <laughs> right, right. I mean, for what it's worth, he's working it well. Um, but at, at the same time, it's just like th- this doesn't this like barely feels like Keith Lee to me. You know, like that's obviously Keith Lee. I, I know what he looks like, uh, but this is this doesn't feel like a Keith Lee match. 
Right. You know? And, and that's really the, the thing that's been missing from Keith Lee is just like, okay, you, you want to change his entrance, whatever. You want to change his attire, that's fine. But why why change the wrestler? Why ch- why change the man? You know what I mean? That that just doesn't make any sense to me. He's He got over being the person that he is in NXT. What makes you think that putting him up to the main roster and completely changing everything about him is going to work? Uh, um, yeah, no, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Uh, Drew McIntyre escapes the spirit bomb Ooh. attempt and hits Keith Lee with a giant claymore. Oh, but there's Randy Orton. It's the Viper. It's the Viper. <laughs> uh, he's got a chair, and he hits Drew McIntyre for the disqualification. So I guess Keith Lee technically wins by DQ. Technically, but the stipulation's kind of confusing anyway. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, Randy is uh, just you know, just basically putting all of his body weight on this chair that is uh, clearly right across Drew McIntyre's jaw. Mm-hmm. They're making that look really good. Yeah, it looks really good. Well, and and Drew is selling his fractured jaw mm-hmm. uh, very very well. Keith Lee is clearly dead from this claymore that dead. Drew McIntyre hit him with. Absolutely dead. <laughs> oh, there's some movement from he's, him. He's got a little bit of moves. He's, okay. he's, he's, he's trying to get out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Randy Orton looking for the punt on oh. Keith Lee, and he is done. There oh, it is. Keith Lee is he's out. Goodness. <sighs> Poor Keith Lee, Keith, man. Keith Lee can't get a clean finish winning or losing. Right, um, and uh, and now he's been punted in the skull. That poor, poor man. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, and that's another thing about Keith Lee is just like there's no clean finishes either. Like if you want to bury him, bury him. If you want to push him, <laughs> push him. Like don't. He, why, like, well, and look, it's, it's not. It's what, not even just like it's not even that you just have to bury him. It's like okay, he's he can lose. Right, yeah, right. He can just lose. Just, just have him lose. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, how Drew beat him clean as he was just about to. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then have Randy Orton attack after the match. Right, right. It, at least it gives a finish. And then Drew's like, oh my God, my jaw. <laughs> and then Randy's like licking his lips. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. We get yeah, back. I guess it's like his thing, so. Yeah, <laughs> we're back from yet another commercial break here. Randy Orton's sporting his uh, sporting rather his new Apex Predator jacket. It's a dope jacket. Uh, we are at the 40, 42, 50 minute mark. So, uh, forty two minutes or is it forty two? Can yeah. I read correctly? Yeah, you can right. read. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, almost forty three minute mark here. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's talking about how he's been uh, in this company for twenty years. Uh, you know, obviously he's a uh, he wants to be a what is it? He's going on fourteen time if he wins fourteen mm-hmm. or fifteen time champion. Fourteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna save you listeners the time. Uh, Randy Orton comes out and cuts a WWE promo. Yeah, he cuts. That's a, what it is. Yeah, he cuts a promo on um, uh, talking about how he is uh, up for this match. He's never he's never backed down from a title match before, uh, and uh, this isn't exactly your typical WWE kind of match. Uh, he's obviously looking at the ambulance that is right next to the to the ring entrance ramp there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this promo boring as all hell for me. <laughs> uh, like, not it, a fan of this Randy Orton promo. Uh, dude, he's, the, he's been on fire as far as these promos. Though. I mean, he's he certainly has, but but this one in particular, it just feels so like hmm. like dramatic for for like almost no reason. 
you, you know? think so? I, I do think so. It, it's just a very boilerplate, like, promo. It, oh, I've been here 20 years. I've never backed down. I'm not going to back down to you now. It's, it's just like, it, it's so dramatic and like, like monologue-y. It, it doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for Goodness. me. Okay, well, he, he's he's showing us the inside of the ambulance. If you've never been inside one before, this is he basically shows you what one looks like. Standard ambulance. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Standard. Regulation ambulance. <laughs> Regulation ambulance. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, yeah. Um, so Randy's talking about how this is the same ambulance that he was in three weeks ago. Um, but now he wants to put Drew McIntyre in this ambulance. Mm. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Drew's a very large man. He is a very large man. You see those biceps? Yeah, they're nuts. Those, those are big, big biceps. He's a, he's a big man. Yeah, just 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 in general. Like I said, you know, it's uh, uh, so so I I go to the gym often. Yeah, you, you know this. Yeah, Jack gentleman. Jack, Jack gentleman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, you you can you can actually appear much much larger. You know, than than maybe like the rest of your 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 de- muscle development. If you just have like a really big, well developed back. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all about that back, really. All about that back. Back and chest. That's that's what's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You, you want to you want to get those very well developed. See, it's funny. Those are the squishiest parts of my body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, some some ladies like a squishy guy. That's yeah, true. You know, it's true. They don't want like this, uh, this hard feeling like they, they lay down on if you're, yeah. you're going to snuggle with somebody. You don't want like the feel like you're laying yeah. on rocks. Yeah, laying on the chiseled marble yeah. of a Greek god. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. I'm more of like a butter sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> Memory foam. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm very soft. Oh, <laughs> uh, now we're not body shaming you out there. If you are incredibly large and in good shape, I, yeah. I can promise you that. I'm sure that you that that you are not lacking any kind of confidence whatsoever. I was, was going to so. say, oh, boo hoo! You're <laughs> jacked as hell. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I, I don't work for it, so I don't get it. That's how that works, right? You can come to the gym anytime, man. I've got unlimited passes. Oh, we, shit. we can go we can... unlimited passes. Yeah, I mean, how, what time do you have to go to work? Uh, I go to. I wake up at seven thirty oh, to, to go to work. Yeah. Oh dang. Okay. Why? What is that? Usually your gym time or what? Yeah, I I I, I get to the gym probably by six forty-five or seven. Damn, dude! Every day. Yeah, most days. Yeah. That's some commitment, dude. Yeah. I, I have to like summon all of my willpower to even get out of bed for work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I understand, man. <laughs> Randy Orton is still cutting this promo. Still cutting this promo, man. Yeah. He, oh he, man. He, he ends this the, the promo by saying the three most dangerous letters in WWE is RKO. And th- slam. And thankfully, it's it's over. Slam he slams those ambulance doors. Slam. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe a prelude to this. Uh, this clash of champions coming up. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Damn, that person has the raw logo like painted on their wall. Wow, that's commitment. <laughs> oh man, that guy's got raw tattooed on his face. Oh man, that's that's some commitment. <laughs> oh goodness. Mm. Okay, finally that promo is over. <laughs> goodness, uh, we've got Sarah Schreiber backstage. Schreiber, 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 Schreiber. 
Schreiber. Uh, she's joined by Oscar, who is quite happy to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Sarah asks uh, about uh, Mickey James and Zelina if they are proper contenders for Oscar's uh, uh, title, um, and she's interrupted by Billy Kay, who um, I mean. I thought that she would have been fired by now, personally. Yeah. No offense, Josh. I know she's your favorite. Um, but uh, she's she's now, I guess, looking more into a possible manager role here uh, for none other than her friend, uh, Peyton Royce. Right. Hmm. Now, there, there is, like, some, some side-eye stuff from Billy Kay whenever Peyton Royce is like, oh, yeah, I'll challenge her. Uh, mm-hmm. B- Billy Kay is saying, like, oh, or I could challenge her, and she mm-hmm. kind of gave her the side-eye. So, I, I'm, I don't really know what they're doing with Billy, um, w- whether, like you said, if she is moving into that manager role, but it almost mm-hmm. seems like they're trying to, to push her as a, as a singles competitor going forward. Yeah. So, I don't really know. Well, and they, uh, they, they clearly want you to forget that they broke up the... Uh, the the iconics right right yeah well it it, it just doesn't make any sense like mm-hmm. uh, if you're if you're gonna break them up for I, I mean I don't know your reasoning but if you're gonna break them up break them up like yeah yeah it, it doesn't really make sense that you break them up and then the first time we see them back they're together <laughs> like, and, and and maybe maybe me saying that I would have thought that that Billy K being fired is is maybe a bit harsh perhaps wow. per, perhaps a little bit harsh yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know, man, like, whenever I, th- I saw the Iconic, the Iconics have their matches, uh, Peyton Royce was always the one that really stood out to me, mm-hmm. and whenever a botch happened, it usually involved Billy Kay. Yeah. You know. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, here Damn. we have our third match here on the card, Zelina Vega. Zelina's uh, getting the works here. Her entrance is crazy. Yeah, look at all those lights. All the lasers. All all the laser lights that you could possibly imagine. Um, and she'll be taking on Mickey James, who then uh, is, is going to cut a promo here in just a few minutes. Uh, moments, rather. Uh, stating about uh, how uh, they had that controversial finish last week where there was all this confusion about uh, you know her versus Asuka. Mm-hmm. Very, very strange stuff. It was very strange. Yeah, uh, I actually didn't see that match personally, but I saw the mm. clip that they had uh, that they had posted or that the, that they play on Raw here. And the the part that confuses me is that the the ending was a ref stoppage, uh, you yeah. know, uh, in a submission. So you you would assume that Mickey was out, like out cold, usually mm-hmm. with, with a ref stoppage. Um, but yeah. moments before the ref stoppage, she actually flips over. Yeah, she flips over and attempts a pin. On um, Oscar, and the ref would have counted a pinfall, but then, like, I guess Mickey like tapped or something. I don't know. This is very. This is all very strange. They they clearly cut out the part where Mickey was like, "Oh, what the hell?" Right. You know. <laughs> so yeah. not that Mickey James sounds like that. That's a terrible impression. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Yeah, she sounds nothing like that. <laughs> no, not it's funny all. though. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Um, I guess Zelina Vega wants to challenge Asuka. So does Mickey James. That's why we're having this match. Who'd crazy. Th- who'd have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Um, uh, Steven, who, who do you have favored here for this contest? Um, <sighs> Zelina, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really have that, that big of a horse in the race, honestly. Um, 
Mickey James. That that, that that much of a horse in this race. Uh, no, it's a big horse. It's a big <laughs> um. <laughs> It's like, uh, it's like Bojack Horseman. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. He actually walks on hind legs and has a serious <laughs> alcohol and drug problem. Uh, <laughs> like, I know we're getting off track no, here, good. but like, so I think when I tried get it first getting into Bojack Horseman, like I really, really liked it at mm. first, and then like I watched three straight seasons, like I binged three straight mm. seasons of it, and then I was like terribly sad. Yeah. Like yeah, I was just terribly depressed afterwards. That's pretty much everyone's reaction to Bojack that I've that I've <laughs> talked to. The first two seasons are like really, really good, and then it just gets like depressing as all hell. Yeah, and, and it's like not even like a comedy anymore. <laughs> uh, but back to the match. Yeah, um, th- this match has just started between uh, Zelina Vega and uh, Mickey James. We're just about to hit the fifty-third minute mark mm-hmm. here. Uh, yeah, I, I have Selena here uh, just because you know she's moving into this singles role. I, I want to see you know what she what she has here. Mickey James, she she's proven herself. You know, uh, I've never been the biggest fan of Mickey James personally, but I mean she holds her own in the ring, so uh, she doesn't have anything to prove here. But Selena certainly does, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I would like Selena to go over here, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I've always I haven't like been like a huge fan of Mickey James but I've always respected her work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Mickey James is fine. I'm not I'm not saying anything about her, her you know, negatively or anything. It's just uh, just never really did it for me is all, you know. But like I said she she's holding herself uh you know, holding her own in the ring. Um th- this match is not good so far. Uh j- just from what I've what I've seen. It's very Weird pacing, uh, you know, all of the moves are very choreographed and, and everything like that. This is a cool submission, though, from Zelina. I like this one. This little head scissor, like like standing head scissor arm bar thing. I like it. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty inventive submission. Yeah, I, re- I really like very it. Very Zack Sabre Jr.-esque. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mickey James is selling it beautifully, obviously. Oh, how's your neck? That looked rough. Zelina gets uh, <laughs> pushed into the turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah, what what do you uh what do you think of this match so far, man? Um beyond that submission, I mean it's 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 all right. And not I'm not over the moon about this match, mm. but mm. um I mean you could definitely tell that uh Oh, Jesus. Look. <laughs> a little bit of reversal there by Zelina. And a real little bit of reversal there by Mickey. Ouch. That looked like that hurt a mm-hmm. lot. Just that grabbed her by the hair and slammed her to the slammed her head into the ground to the mat. Um you know, Mickey James trying to make some space here. And then uh That n- was No one has had any luck with a six one nine recently. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Oh. Even Dominic, like yeah, Do- like your Dominic. dad invented it. I mean, he didn't invent it, but you know, well, he may have invented it. Really, I don't know. I, I, all I know is he's been doing it for at least twenty years, so like he can figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> he should be able to teach you how to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, obviously they want to make Zelina look like a, a good contender here. Mm. I mean, the she's really not had a whole lot of singles experience, right? Um, as of recent, so I mean, it's hard to. I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's a little bit difficult to kind of rationalize it, but I mean, it, it, that's clearly what they appear to be going for here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mickey's uh, fired up. Mickey is fired up. She wants that championship shot, man. 
Oh, you're gonna jump like 15 feet across the ring? Good luck with that. She she might she she, she might try it. And there it goes. Oh yeah, she uh, some kind of meteora type move there. Yeah, it looked like a meteora basically. Hmm. <laughs> Just goes to show because I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, her pants don't make it easy. Yeah. She's got like 15 times the fabric around her ankles. It's it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Let's see here. All right, Zelina's looking for the finish. It appears. And a backstabber. Oh. That looked like it hurt. Ooh, real nasty backstabber. <laughs> All right, so Zelina Vega looks like she's uh, going to be facing Asuka at Clash of Champions for the Raw Women's title. So that's uh, good, good on Zelina. Let's hope for a good match here. Mm. Yeah, now that the match is over, I didn't want to spoil it for the listeners. Um, aside from that submission, that match was boring as hell <laughs> it was super boring but more boring than the uh than the randy orton promo uh probably right in line right right in yeah, line probably right in line i don't know which one i would prefer mm. <laughs> honestly how's this raw going for you so far steven oh man i'm i'm bored as all hell <laughs> like I, I am bored as all hell i'm i'm confused about what they're trying to tell me mm. uh, i'm bored about the matches that they have given us the promos that they've given us mm. uh now we we cut to the the third time that uh retribution is brawling backstage this time it's with hurt business mvp kind of cuts a promo in the middle of the of the chaos saying we can play this game too so mm. indeed yeah, I, I mean, if anything, Hurt Business will, will you know, get some credit for this. But at the same time, like, they're heels. Like, is this what you want for Hurt Business? I don't know, man. Maybe they're, maybe they're trying to turn them face and, and ret, you know, Retribution can help them with that. But then that begs the question, what was Retribution originally here for anyway, then? Uh, if that's what you're going for, indeed. you know? We get our second Seth Rollins segment of the evening here. Uh, we are Sit tight, ladies and gentlemen. We're currently uh, just a little bit past the 58-minute mark, almost 58 and a half minutes here. Uh, Seth Rollins coming back out, and he appears to have an envelope with a grin from ear to ear. Also, make note, Murphy is not with him. Yeah, no, Murphy is not with him at this time. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's riding solo. Yes, he's got... He said he had bigger things on his mind. This this must be those bigger things, Stephen. I guess so. Also, mm-hmm. where's AOP? Fired. Mm. They're, they're no longer with the company. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think we probably should have mentioned that. I think it was about a month or two ago that I that happened. Yeah. I see. I guess uh, just continuous injuries uh, just kept them from really kind of lifting off the ground there, which yeah. is sad, you know? I, yeah. I think that they could have, they could make us still a really good tag team elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Ring of Honor's uh, needing some tag teams, I'm sure. New Japan is really needing some tag teams. Oh, yeah. A- AOP and New Japan would be a pretty big hit, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what could be in this mysterious envelope here? Mm. A, a picture, perhaps? Perhaps. Perhaps a picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, here we go. Seth Rollins. Uh, let me see here. Uh, he's he's basically talking about it's no secret that he and the Mysterios have been feuding for quite some time. Yes, we've bared witness to this. Um, it, it seems as though he he's now moved on to fighting with Dominic Mysterio specifically, and, and he thinks that uh, the feud is near the end. It seems. 
Um, and, and he's he's kind of playing the victim here, talking about how you know he's been the one being attacked and bothered. Mm-hmm. Yes. But he says something else has been bothering him, um, uh, specifically about the Mysterio family. Um, and uh, he, he wants to he wanted to look into it uh, further, and, and it seems as though, upon doing his research, he found something from WWE.com. Uh, they, they posted pictures of the Mysterio family. Mm. And so it looks like uh, something about those photos has bothered Seth. Hmm. He says a light bulb has gone off in his head. Uh, so he wants the world to know the truth. You know, this... So so this is basically... I'm going to cut to the chase here because I know where this is going. Right, right. You know, um, a few years back, uh, they did a... Um, this is when Dominic was a wee young lad. Uh, a few years back. Uh, it's like... 16 years ago or yeah something, something crazy <laughs> like that uh the custody battle of Rey mysterio with eddie guerrero uh for, for for dominic they they've supposed that eddie guerrero may have been dominic mysterio's father right seth wants you to look closely at ray and look closely at dominic he says that 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 uh something something doesn't seem possible quite clearly because dominic doesn't wear a mask <laughs> We don't know what Ray looks like, so how do we know? How do we know that there's something amiss? Now I'm imagining Ray Mysterio being born like with a mask. Like, <laughs> he just comes out the he, womb. He comes wearing out, the mask. Yeah. Who's that jumping out the sky? <laughs> Someone walks by the delivery room and it's just like. <laughs> Man, that song slaps. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um. So he's extending out the courtesy to invite the Mysterio family out to the entrance ramp here. Seth Rollins wants to address them, apparently. Yeah. He's he, being very cordial. He's he's being very nice, mm-hmm. considering what he's put the Mysterio family through No, recently. no. What they've put him through. What they've put him through. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. What they put him through. Yes. Um, you know, vomiting pea soup on, on, on live pay-per-view. Of course. That can be very demoralizing. <laughs> I'm sure. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot that he threw up after that. Oh, goodness. And, uh, here is the Mysterio family. Uh, Dominic changed clothes awfully quick. Yeah, that's an yeah. interesting shirt. Yeah, I, I kind of want to know what's going on with that shirt. I don't know. It's got like, it's it's got planets, but then it's, yeah. it says Paris. Something like that. I don't know, man. Uh, it almost looks like one of the words says burritos. And it makes me kind of hungry. Mm. Um, Free birds. <laughs> Um, so, so Ray Mysterio is saying that we're all tired of his mind games, um, and that, uh, you know, uh, Seth is now rebutting saying he's like, you know, take it easy, you know, uh, you know, I understand that you're coming out here, I understand where you're coming from, you're angry, mm, okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, so he, he wants to kind of, uh, you know, Gives some truth, and he says he respects he respects the Mysterios. He respects for they what they stand for, um, but he he's also inspired by the Mysterios, right? Uh, you know, and uh, uh, that that they fight for one another, um, and he says that that's a beautiful thing, mm. right? Fun stuff, good times. I'm sensing some some fishiness. Yeah, something something's amiss here. Mm-hmm. He he says that this is why they deserve to know what's in this envelope here, because in this envelope he has. The truth. He says he has the results of a DNA test. (laughs) 
Yes, we're doing this again. Yeah, this seems to be the thing. He says, I know that this has been done before. This is obviously an allusion to, again, the Dominic Mysterio custody thing from yeah. uh, from all that long ago. Yeah, and he's like, times have changed, technology's advanced, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Dude. Not this much. Not this much. <laughs> maybe, maybe it has, but <laughs> I think we're going to get the same result. Um... So, come on, Seth. Just tell us what's in this envelope here. You've already told us it's, it's DNA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's the results of a DNA test. It's not DNA. Oh. <laughs> Here's a question. Mm-hmm. How did Seth Rollins get a hold of DNA from Ray and Dominic? Um. Well, he probably... <laughs> well, okay, look. So, he probably got the eye juices the from, eye, from, the from Ray Mysterio. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. He Maybe got some hair from, from Dominic. Some hair from Dominic, mm-hmm. yeah. They have had matches together. You know, he's had plenty of opportunity to, to pull out a chunk of hair. Okay, so. So, so Seth is saying the results are in and that Ray Mysterio is not the father. Yeah, th- this is a bad episode of Maury. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it's like Maury, but if Maury was like a supervillain. The, 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 <laughs> the, the Mysterio family is not phased by any of this. Yeah, Ray's like, wow. <laughs> That you really brought us out here for that. You really gonna go down that road again, Seth? Hmm. Seems as though we are. <laughs> Apparently, for <laughs> some reason. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ray, Ray knows. He says that this didn't work then. It's not gonna run now. Uh, work now. Why are you running my family's name through the mud? Um. Seth says, but wait, there's more. Um. <laughs> hold on. What? waiting for the closed captions to catch up here. He he says, I'm thinking I made a mistake. I asked my guy to look into uh, the Mysterio kid. Maybe it's not Dominic uh, who is uh, not um, uh, related, uh, not your son, but maybe maybe it's Aaliyah who is not your daughter. Oh, Which, okay. The, the second I heard that, I was like, okay, you need to find, an, like, it's weird enough that you have a DNA guy, but... Yeah. You need to get a new DNA guy because mm-hmm. why can he not tell the difference between male and female DNA? Yeah, f- first of all, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like that's number one. Second of all, she looks just like her mom. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like man. a blind person would be like, yeah, that's yeah, same same you know family. I can see it. Yeah, we get a clip here though of Aaliyah actually tending to Buddy last week after that cage match. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> very, very odd, Stephen. A little bit of a, a little bit of a Romeo and Juliet, or like a little bit of West Side Story here, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, yeah. You know, love that should not be the mm. forbidden love. Forbidden love. Yes. Um, uh, Seth is is talking about how uh, Aaliyah was consoling his disciple, Buddy Murphy. Uh, uh, you know, why why was Aaliyah doing that? You know, that was that was quite strange. You know, very strange. <laughs> Aaliyah is obviously very, very young. Right. Which makes this a little bit creepy. Yes. Actually, a lot a bit creepy. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ray says that uh, he Seth knows nothing about his daughter. Um, he knows nothing about his family. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, he's wanting Seth to keep Aaliyah's name out of his dirty mouth. Mm. Mm. very much so sounds about right yeah uh ray then goes on to say that she's naive and knows nothing about our world 
at which Aaliyah takes great offense. Well, he just called her an alien. Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean she knows nothing about our world? She's 19 years old. Like, <laughs> she, she's been on this earth for 20 years. You're saying she knows nothing about it? Come on I, now. I think with you being her father and Dominic being her brother mm. that she she knows more than the common person this about is true about wrestling this is true uh dominic's like yo wtf mate and uh <laughs> you know the the ray mysterio family retreats backstage as dominic stares down with ray uh mm. seth rather yeah seth uh seth kind of clicks back into his cordial mode <laughs> he he apologizes mm-hmm. which is an odd thing for him to do it is um but uh he, he says he was just trying to inform everyone about what was going on he didn't come out here to drive a wedge between the mysterio family but uh this is where we get the reefer madness moment as i called it earlier mm-hmm. uh where he says you know it, this could happen to anybody it could it could be happening to you and your family right now yeah. <laughs> i i uh i had made the comment that this, this feels like the ending of Airbud, <laughs> where where it's just like oh man maybe the power i needed was inside me all along it's basically that. That's that's basically what we're doing here, and uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, this storyline is so confusing to me because it it went from a bad episode of Maury to to like a Saturday morning special on Cartoon Network or or Disney Channel, and I'm just very confused. Yeah, because yeah. this is this is this is uh, simultaneously uh, rated R and PG at the same time, <laughs> and I, I don't understand. So 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 this segment did nothing for you, Steven. Absolutely nothing for me. <laughs> Absolutely nothing for me. They they could have just uh completely cut this out and uh it would have been for the better. Well, the the world's worst uh Jay White impersonator now leaves ringside. <laughs> uh you know. <laughs> We're then taken backstage to where Drew McIntyre is yet again putting ice on his jaw because he hasn't learned the lesson to just not wrestle anymore yeah. until his jaw is successfully healed. <laughs> Uh, he says at Clash of Champions, he's going to defend his title no matter what. There are no rules, and he's going to beat the piss out of Randy Orton. And then he throws his bag of ice onto the ground as the doctor pleads with him. You, you, Drew, that's expensive <laughs> ice. <laughs> you know what I like about Drew's promos? They, they I'm feel... pause it real quick because I, I feel a rant coming on. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it, it's real quick. Uh, they just feel real. Like, like it yeah. feels like a real conversation. Like she, she came up to Drew and was like, "Hey, how are you feeling?" He's like, "Not good." Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I feel like shit. Yeah, I just got <laughs> just got my ass kicked and my and my jaws fractured. Not good, you know. <laughs> Whereas most people, they'd be like, "Oh, well, they're not gonna get away with this." I'm so menacing. He's just like, "Nah, shit hurts, bro." <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's good stuff. We are then taken backstage uh, at another part of the arena for uh, with the, the Mysterio family. Everyone's very concerned as Ray and Aaliyah argue yeah. about uh, about uh, Aaliyah saying that she's you know uh, oh you know maybe she's uh, tired of seeing her dad and and her brother getting beaten up all the time and mm-hmm. uh, you know but what does she know? She's just a naive nineteen year old girl. Mm. Mm. Apparently, apparently, yeah. Ray obviously wants to go after her, but uh, uh, Mrs. Mysterio tells Ray not to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dominic does nothing. <laughs> yeah, Dominic stands there. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It is the uh, one hour eleven minute mark here, and we have Oscar coming out to the ring, uh, doing doing her thing. Oscar still very entertaining. Yes, mm. absolutely. Let's see here. 
this episode of Raw is presented by Domino's. Order online at dominoes.com, Stephen. Sweet. Have you ever ordered from dominoes.com? Oh, dude, I order from Domino's all the time. Mm. I'm mm. not even being sarcastic. They actually have a new new pizza out. Mm. Uh, we're not sponsored by Domino's, by the way. <laughs> uh, they have a new pizza out uh, that's a chicken taco pizza. Chicken taco pizza. It sounds pizza. really weird, but it's super good. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, no, um, I... Um, I'm not a big Domino's man. No, um, I, like I, I don't like the politics of uh, of, of Papa John's, but uh, but, right. but I do like the pizza. Papa John's is good pizza for sure. Mm. Um, you know, really, it, it sucks. Pizza Hut used to be the king, uh, yeah, pizza. one hundred percent. And then right around twenty, like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, all mm. their cheese turned to rubber, mm-hmm. and, and like their their pizza is just trash now. It's just right. absolutely yeah. trash. When I order from Pizza Hut, I just what I do is I take it out of the box mm-hmm. and I, and I just put it directly in the toilet. Of course, <laughs> yep, it's gonna go there anyway. <laughs> we we're getting a promo package here from uh, Mandy Rose, who is headed to Raw. This must break poor Otis's heart. Oh. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, yes, Oscar's having a match against Peyton Royce because I almost forgot that Oscar and Peyton Royce had that moment backstage. Yeah, uh, what an episode of Raw this has been. And the confusing thing here, the the ultimately confusing thing here, is Billy Kay is out here with Peyton Royce. Well, yeah, because she's like they're still friends, they're still managing. But it's, it just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense. No, you don't think so? No. Hmm. Like, why make it a point that they're broken up if they're just going to come out together all the time anyway? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. keep them as the Iconics then. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird to me. A little bit. A little bit weird. Asuka is all over Peyton Royce here in the early stages of the contest. Yeah, demolishing her. I, I will say I do like this opportunity here for Peyton Royce mm-hmm. uh, to get a good match in on uh, uh, on, on Raw with Asuka. Oscar uh, is definitely somebody who can teach most of the Raw roster about a lot of good in-ring stuff to do. Mm. Um, that sounded like a weird sentence, um, but no, like like Oscar's got a ton of experience, mm-hmm. and um, for for somebody who's hopefully on the up and up like Peyton Royce, uh, somebody like Oscar um, could could really teach her a lot. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will say in this match, Peyton's looking a, like kind of all over the place right now. Yeah, um, a little bit, but uh, it's fine. It, it's certainly not as as bad as the the match earlier, the, the women's match earlier. So, uh, still not a fan of the Mickey James Zelina Vega match. <laughs> Dude, no? that match was boring as hell. Like, oh, I'm sorry, goodness. I'm sorry, mm. but I mean, I'm really not even sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is only like what the fourth match, the fourth match tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Th- this show is normally three hours long. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Goodness, it, it almost makes me think like, man, what are we not seeing? Mm. If this is if this is what made the hour and a half cut, like, goodness, what are what else are we not seeing? <laughs> um, I, I will say this is probably a good moment to bring this up. We are, in fact, uh, as noted earlier, we're watching the Hulu version, correct, of of WWE Raw now. Um, uh, oh, here here's Oscar actually heading up towards the top to meet Peyton Royce. Looks like maybe something big's about to happen. Mm. Oh no! All right. Never oh, mind. Peyton fights her off. Peyton fights her off. Um, oh, there you go. But uh, what I was going to say was uh, one of the things that did miss the cut here uh, was that um, uh, apparently there was a 24 title segment, uh, uh, 24-7 title segment. Oh, God damn it. I'm never going to be able to finish this sentence. That's okay. Zelina Vega comes out and interferes and uh, uh, costs um, 
uh, Oscar the victory here, or Peyton Royce the victory. She just interferes in the match. Uh, either way, you, the, you, the match is over. You get the point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a 24-7 title segment with uh, uh, R-Truth and Akira Tozawa, I think, near a beach or something. And um, I didn't watch the original cut, but, so I, I only read about this. But apparently Akira Tozawa ends up getting eaten by a shark, and you see his gear, like, wash ashore. <laughs> <laughs> and our truth like also recovers the title uh, like on the shore. <laughs> this would have actually been pretty funny to watch, but I, I guess it doesn't make this cut. Oh, it should have. Uh, it should. It true, truly should have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you didn't really miss much there. Oscar uh, oh. talking crap against Zelina. Mm-hmm. Uh, is found backstage sitting on what looks to be some 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 gear, some boxes. She's clearly clearly been crying. Yes, and uh, she's now been greeted by. By Buddy Murphy, who says, "I don't mean to scare you. I just came to apologize about this whole Seth thing." Uh, mm. Love is in the air, Stephen. <laughs> Love is in the air. Absolutely, <laughs> it, it seems uh, he 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 just wants to say that he's sorry about everything that's happened, and uh, you know he he just wants to make peace. Uh, but uh, so face turn, uh, possibly. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, Buddy I think Mur- that's what we're doing. Here. Buddy Murphy versus Seth Rollins would actually be a quite intriguing Dude, match. I'd be so down. Absolutely. <laughs> We are now taken to Raw Underground. Oh my God! Even the referees jacked on Raw Underground. <laughs> look, look at how jacked the ref is. Um, yeah, Dabo Kato and uh, Braun Strowman—they're ready to go. Oh yeah, that ref is jacked. Holy crap! <laughs> He's like, "Let's go." <laughs> He's like, "If y'all fall out, I'll I'll bring it home." <laughs> I got Braun next. Um, Braun so, looks absolutely terrible in this match. Like they, they, so like here's the thing: if you don't have any like actual shoot fighting experience, you're gonna look awful doing yes. Raw Underground. Yes, Braun clearly has never been in an actual fight before. Yes, it seems um, he's just trying to th- like throw some hands. Yeah, he's just trying to throw some hands around. Now I'll just say I grew up in uh, in, in a in an area with a. You know, not a very good school. Lots of fights. Mm. Lots and lots of fights. And uh, this looks like a high school fight. Braun takes Dabo Kato to the ground. Looks like he's trying to uh, get some kind of rear naked choke in on Dabo Kato. Dabo Kato's trying to fight out of it. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's turned over, trying to get out of that lock there. This is why the UFC doesn't normally have 300-pounders doing fights, it seems. True. Um, they're, <laughs> they're now off of the uh, the ring platform mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it yeah um and uh Dabakato throws a person throws, throws at Braun Strowman, <laughs> <laughs> um they're they're now back in the the, the ring yeah um Braun Strowman seems to be wearing like carpenter's gloves yeah he's about to he's, he's gonna do some woodwork after the match <laughs> yeah. oh he just he Ooh, throws yeah. a huge punch at Dabakato now he's out. mounted him doing some ground and pound and the ref is calling mm. for the stoppage here uh, and uh, yeah, Dabo Kato, uh, no longer the powerhouse that he seemed to used to be on Raw Underground. We seemingly have a new super heavyweight uh, f- fighter here uh, yeah. in, in Braun Strowman. Apparently, yeah. Well, he throws his shirt to the crowd and, just, and he walks over Dabo Kato. <laughs> Such disrespect. So, like, here's my problem with this, right? Uh, um, what's your What's your problem with it? Okay, so Braun Strowman, uh, like you had like you had mentioned, uh, just looks absolutely terrible in a in a shoot fight. And it really just doesn't work, right? Yeah. And so now you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause this real quick, yeah. here and we'll get back to it. Yeah, you, you've, uh, you've put Braun Strowman over your your main guy on Raw Underground, Dabo Kato, and, and what? Now we're just gonna get 
we're just gonna get Braun Strowman uh, being being like the guy in Raw Underground because that's gonna be awful. Who knows, man? Who knows? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, maybe, maybe Dabo Kato gets his win back, and maybe in an actual match against Braun Strowman. Yeah, fifty-fifty booking, dog. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're 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 certainly right there. I don't know. It's just uh, just another thing that just confused the hell out of me with the show. It does seem strange. Yeah. Uh, we are now uh, at the uh, one hour nineteen minute mark. We've got thankfully eleven minutes left here in this show. <laughs> Uh, but we are given a preview of Clash of Champions. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in the ambulance match uh, presented by Hyundai. Uh, no, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hyundai Ambulance. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. We've also got the Intercontinental title match, triple uh, triple threat ladder match, rather, uh, with AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, and uh, Seth Rogen. Um, <laughs> no, Sam, Sami Zayn. This should uh, be really good. That should be a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would expect it to be. We've got the United States Championship match between Apollo Crews and Bobby Lashley. Um, what what kind of Bobby Lashley will we be seeing on, on on Clash of Champions? Will he be the heel? Will he be the face? We don't know. I don't know, but don't hand him the mic. No. Do not <laughs> hand him the mic. Uh, we've got a clearly constipated-looking <laughs> Roman Reigns Dude. taking on Jay Uso. He's mid push. He's he's <laughs> mid push in this picture. He is he is looking rather rough. And Paul Heyman's like, what's that uh, smell? Like like he's only eaten cheese for the last week. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> All right. Um, so yes, of course you can only get Clash of Champions on WWE Network. So make sure that you subscribe to it if that's your thing. Um, <laughs> We're not making a very good case for it with this episode. <laughs> In fact, it's quite the opposite. Uh, we get. Uh, <laughs> uh, they don't have any music. They just walk out through the crowd, kind of like uh, very reminiscent of the Shield. You think? Yeah. It's very much. It's very, very much the shield. Yes, it's um, the shield. Uh, so we've got Mace, T Bar, and Slapjack. God <laughs> damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. So so Mace is Dio Madden. He's a recruit of uh, of Booker T's uh, school. Mm, okay. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic is T Bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that boy ain't right, <laughs> according to Jr. J- uh, or the, the King, yeah, the same king. person. Um, <laughs> and then Slapjack is Shane Thorne. Um, now we've got the uh, the, the very Trump esque entrance of the, the Hurt <laughs> Business, all gold. Uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, Shelton Benjamin, Bobby Lashley, and uh, uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, accompanied by uh, MVP, who is still looking super, super fashionable, super dapper, and in, yeah. in that and that uh, that suit of his. He's like, "All right, boys, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Give him a little, him a little pep talk on the entrance ramp, and he's like, "Let's let's go do this." Let's thing. Do it. Uh, I do want that shirt though. That Hurt Business shirt is really cool. That Hurt Business shirt is super dope. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley in the ring just throws Slapjack with an over the head suplex, and the Slapjack is already like pooed his pants, yeah. throwing Slapjack around like a flapjack. Yeah, a slapjack, flapjack. <laughs> Um, now we've got. We have the uh, audio muted, but I can only assume that's what that's what Michael Cole said. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Mace now in the ring. Uh, you know, he, he seemingly has a better size uh, uh, comparison here with Bobby Lashley. Mm. Um, He's really the only person that that right. can uh, kind of compete with Bobby Lashley in mm-hmm. terms of size. Giant shoulder block here, and uh, uh, T Bar has now tagged in as well. 
Mm-hmm. Riveting. Bobby Lashley's very upset that he's been taken out of the ring. Looked like he just took a hit of cocaine. He's like, dude, he was so fired up. Holy crap. <laughs> MVP, where's that magic at? <laughs> Look like he was about to rip T-Bar's head off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're about to see uh, uh, Bobby Lashley tag out to Shelton Benjamin and uh, Shelton, not Shelton Benjamin, uh, Cedric Alexander, rather. Mm. Uh, and Cedric Alexander is just uh, giving him shoulders into the corner, and uh, he's about to uh, he's about to get slammed. Yeah, he's, Ow, he took, Jesus. took a big uh, hip thrust uh, to the midsection. Um, I actually really like Cedric Alexander being moved over to the Hurt Business. Mm. Um, it really kind of puts Ricochet out in the cold, but yeah, um, yeah, um, maybe maybe he'll join the Hurt Business one day. Maybe, man. Maybe, maybe. Hmm. Um, yeah, Cedric Alexander. Uh, he's really getting taken advantage of here by T Bar uh, in, in the corner, and uh, T Bar tags out. Uh, back to Slapjack. Flapjack. Flapjack. Snapjack. Pancakes. Clapjack. Uh, <laughs> Clapjack. Uh, Blackjack. There you go. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Slapjack. It's <laughs> the worst name of all time. <laughs> it, it's like they, I don't think they could have come up with a worse name. Yeah, isn't like a Slapjack like a loaded sock or like a like a leather, like what is a is Slapjack? It? Let me see. I know it's some kind of weapon that can be used. Oh, okay. Let me see. I mean, it, I guess that gives a little bit more uh, reputability to his name. Uh, at least it's not just like a a random collection of words or a random collection of letters like T-Bar. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Slapjack is also that game. Uh, it's, it's like a card game for children. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've played a lot of Slapjack, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's where you like slap the you actually yeah. slap the jack. I have a scar on my face from slapjack. What? That's a story for another time. Oh, okay. Let's see here. Yeah, it's a it's a hand to hand weapon um, that, that can be swung. It's got a little little bit of a uh, uh, like a little bit of weight to it. It seems mm-hmm. it usually can be made with 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 a sock. I it's, see. It, uh, according to wikipedia and t-bar that that's the thing you use to change a tire yes it is yeah uh cedric alexander tags out to shelton benjamin finally after getting the crap beaten out of him for several minutes shelton benjamin now all fired up uh and uh uh he he starts you know just getting uh, trading shots here with uh with t-bar steven how, what are you thinking here of uh retribution's first match here on raw I mean, it's it's not terrible. Uh, it's just confusing. Um, like like I said at, at the original, you know, opening of all, of all of this with with hurt business, um, hurt business is just not the right people to to be going up against retribution. Because what you need right now is you need retribution looking like dominating. You yeah. need them looking absolutely dominating. You want to know why? Because their names are dumb. So you have to make up for it by making them look like absolute monsters. But you can't do that because Hurt Business is so over right now. Well, yeah, Hurt Business is really popular and Hurt Business, I mean, they're they're basically trying to do the same thing. They're trying to ascend just like Retribution is. So you so uh, yeah. so it's really two factions on the rise kind of meeting head to head here. So I do kind of get your point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do think it makes a little bit of sense to me, but I I don't know. It's I just think they haven't is, done interesting. They haven't done retribution any favors and they really need to start sometime soon. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if they really want this to, you know, get off the ground and, and be positive in another way other than Twitter, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, so, so, again, Shelton is just trading blows with everybody, but he's he's getting fatigued really, really uh, early here in, in the part of him being in the ring. Uh, Mace looks like... Uh, well, he looks clearly like like the star out of Retribution. I think maybe mm-hmm. him, him and T Bar a little bit. Uh, ironically, a Slapjack definitely getting a, a good share of the match himself, though too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slapjack's a little bit different in that you can't see any part of his face really compared right. to uh, uh, T Bar and uh, and Mace. Mm-hmm. And maybe mm-hmm. they'll fix that sometime. I mean, me personally, I, I kind of hope they lose the masks mm-hmm. at, at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still call Dominic T-Bar if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, but I, I personally hope they lose the masks. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shelton finally tags out to Bobby Lashley, and the cocaine has hit. Yes. <laughs> um, he is just on fire, throwing uh, Slapjack around, and it looks like he is about to go uh, for the uh, uh, for the hurt lock here. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a oh, giant slam, goodness, giant slam there by Bobby Lashley, um, and yeah, he's looking for the the hurt lock, uh, just all sorts of veiny shoulders. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> so he's cocaine got, running through him. Yeah, he's got he's got the, the hurt lock put in. He doesn't actually do cocaine. I'm just want to make right. sure we emphasize we're, we're that, kidding. folks. Uh, so um, so he puts the hurt lock in, and then the ref calls for the bell after T bar. Uh, hits him in the face. So, from what t- uh, Tom Phillips tries to explain is that the the illegal man hit the legal man, which is a so this this, this rule makes no sense. Mm. A a a person from the other team can break up a pinfall or submission attempt. This this is this is BS. This, this, there's no reason why they did this only just to cause a a brawl. Um, so, so all all these random retribution members are in the ring, and Drew McIntyre uh, comes out to the ring along with Titus O'Neil, looks to be Dolph Ziggler, Street Profits, <laughs> Street Profits, Andrade, and Angel Garza. Uh, uh, Umberto looks to be in there. Mm-hmm. So, th- so there's a massive uh, WWE guys versus Retribution guys brawl going on here, at, uh, here in and out of the ring. So, uh, WWE. Uh, clear the house of retribution, mm. and um, yeah, that, that appears to be the way that this episode of Raw might be closed out. Uh, Drew McIntyre just threw a guy clearly outside the ring. Yeah, that was rough. All all brute force really mm. there. Mm-hmm. And then who else could it be but Randy Orton giving an RKO to Drew McIntyre on that fractured jaw? On that fractured jaw. Mm-hmm. What is Drew McIntyre gonna do to survive? The- at, at I almost called it craps of champions. <laughs> Crap of champions. <laughs> uh, what what's he gonna do to survive here at Clash of Champions? I don't know, man. Um, I think that uh, I, I think that there is a possibility that uh, that that Randy Orton will win the title. But I will say this too: usually, and and this is just what I've understood by watching years and years of wrestling. Mm. Usually at the go home show. Uh, uh, to these pay-per-views, uh, the guy who's who's standing out on top uh, usually is the one that loses the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Only occasionally that will they they change it up on you. It seems. Yeah, and, and also Drew's going in with with an injury, um, you know, a work injury. I, I don't believe his his jaw's actually fractured, but uh, they're they're clearly trying to show him as the underdog here. So, um, who knows? Mm. Who knows? It, it does seem like. Uh, at least in my opinion, it does seem like Drew McIntyre will be winning and retaining that title. 
but who knows? Randy Orton, like I said, is always a safe bet. So, yep, yep, it seems that way. So that has been this uh, this episode of uh, of I guess both Raw and uh, Headlock Talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so Stephen, again, as of the time of uh, this recording here, this is Saturday. Um, but, uh, you'll probably be listening to this episode on, on Sunday or Monday, it mm-hmm. seems. Um, and, uh, Clash of Champions will already happen. But, uh, again, uh, we will review that next week. I just felt it was very important to try out this new, this new thing here. We wanted to do a little bit of watch along. We've talked about doing a watch along before. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think, Steven? It was fun, man. It, it was fun. It kind of gives the listeners a little insight on kind of like mm. <laughs> our thought process throughout the shows that, that we watch and everything. Um, yeah, I, I think it's important that that we had done this only because Clash of Champions being so soon. Yeah, if Cla- whether Clash of Champions was great or terrible, yeah, it would have overshadowed this. Mm. And and this this episode is such a confusing like clusterfuck that <laughs> that we we can't just brush over it. We have right. to talk about it. We have to. Yeah. Um. It, yeah. It's it it is a very odd episode of Raw. Uh, to say the least, a very WCW-esque. I think a lot of people have maybe made that illusion as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, there, yeah. was, there was certainly, uh, you know, it, it wasn't 100% awful. There were good pieces to it, uh, but those good pieces were overshadowed by just some of the, the stupidest nonsense I've seen WWE <laughs> do. Indeed. And we only watched... A fraction of it. I know, dude. <laughs> and that's what's crazy about it. Like, that's... Like I was saying earlier in the show, like, what are we missing? This is true. I what, mean... What are we missing? We're not missing anything. But, like, what what are we not seeing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, no, this has been a, a, an interesting experience. Um, I really enjoy doing this watch along with mm-hmm. you. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, we'll have to do it again some other time. Absolutely. If you guys have a suggestion as to what kind of watch longs we should do in the future, we would love to you know hear from you. Absolutely. Maybe we can maybe we can get give some shout outs, and if you can suggest what kind of watch alongs you would like us to do, hit us on hit us up rather <laughs> on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, at Headlock Talk. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd be down for that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So give it a little, give it a little follow. Yeah, just a little boop. Yeah, just follow us right there on Twitter at Headlock Talk. I'll follow you back, and then you say, "Look, hey, uh, can you do a watch long for uh, ECW One Night Stand 2? And I'll be like, "No, that we'll be show like, beat was, it, nerd. That no, show was kidding. garbage. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, no, that actually might be fun. Um, but yeah, you give us a follow on Twitter at Headlock Talk, and while you're at it, since you're listening to this episode, why don't you hit that subscribe button mm-hmm. wherever you're listening to this podcast, be it iTunes. Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere else for that matter, mm-hmm. truly. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I guess we, I guess we got to plug some sponsors here, Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess we, gotta, we got to do that. Uh, this episode is, of course, brought to you by NaturallyHemp's.com, as well as their uh, new line of CBD products. They've got everything from sublinguals to gummies uh, to uh, uh, tinctures, uh, as well as. Uh, I mean, uh, lotions, what, lotions, balms, salves, gel yeah. caps. I, I mean, vape enhancement. Uh, they got everything. They they kind of got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but really, really, what this is all about here, Stephen, is using that promo code HLT10 at checkout. See, you get a little bit of a ten percent off promo code if you just go to the page on its own and just sign up to their email and stuff. But why use that when you're already listening to Headlock Talk? Mm-hmm. Just throw in that code HLT10. You can use that not just on your first visit. 
but your 100th visit, mm-hmm. uh, visit. You can use that over and over again to your heart's content because that promo code never expires. Never. Uh, never, ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gives you 10% off on your purchase. So make sure to do that. And then hop over, of course, to their sister website, naturallypuresanitizer.com, where uh, you can actually refill all your hand sanitizer bottles and 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 all of your get all of your hand sanitizer needs just right there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. they got little tiny bottles if you want to put them in like your backpack or, or your yeah. purse your or purse, something car yeah they, yeah they have gallons yeah. if you want to refill all the bottles in your house mm-hmm. uh whatever you want to do they have liquid or gel uh style i per- personally like the liquid better it, yeah. it tends to dry a lot quicker Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, promo code HLT10 works there as well. So go to naturallypuresanitizer.com and uh, use promo code HLT10 at checkout uh, to get 10% off on your hand sanitizer purchases. But that's not all, Stephen. Sounds like we've got some vapables as well. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. We also have one more sponsor for you. This one comes courtesy of AmericanVaporCompany.com. So if you're a vapor and you are in need of e-liquid, just hop over to American Vapor company.com browse their selection whether you're mm. looking for some menthols some tobacco some fruit some candy some dessert some cream i, I mean wh- whatever you're looking for they have it so if you go to americanvaporcompany.com use promo code hlt10 again that's promo code hlt10 you will get 10 percent off of your entire order and again just like for naturallyhemp.com and naturallypuresanitizer.com promo code hlt10 never ever ever expires yeah good times good times yeah man well um i've had a lot of fun here um you can hear my voice yet again on radio techers uh so make sure to follow at radio techers on twitter steven wants to come on the show sometime soon talk about his newfound love of uh the english premier league yeah yeah steven's been watching a lot of premier league ever since i gave him my my peacock network login yeah it's been fun man yeah it's, it's been, been fun i'm been really enjoying it yeah. yeah yeah uh radio techers is is where mags and i talk a lot of football uh not not nfl football but rather uh you know the, the beautiful game the you know the uh, uh association football as they call it mm-hmm. the one played mm-hmm. with your feet you might know it as soccer right um but yeah you should give radio techers a follow and even sh- well, watch us on youtube uh follow at uh follow shooting the sports ish it's uh it's a group uh, led by um uh, our friend and yours, Anthony from Smart to Death, uh, formerly of Smart to Death, rather. Um, he's he's not watching wrestling at all anymore. Which mm. which uh, you know, he, I think he's he's found a new love. He's re- renewed his love for for more traditional sports. Fair enough. And it seems as though we we all have a little bit here uh, at shooting the sports ish. So uh, make sure to watch Mags and I, and uh, potentially here in the future, Stephen shows up on an episode uh and uh we'll be able to to uh i guess talk about some some premier league yes that'll be be fun so if you're a soccer fan uh make sure to uh follow us on twitter at radio techers and you'll find all the episodes there too yeah or if you're uh you know just trying to get into it or maybe maybe a brand new fan yeah like Uh, like steven yeah absolutely i mean i i had seen I probably hadn't even seen a full game uh, mm-hmm. of soccer up up until a week ago, mm-hmm. and, and now I, I've been watching like three or four a night yeah. uh, since then, and I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, keep in mind, you know, I'm coming in with with no knowledge, no, mm-hmm. no experience of the mm-hmm. game, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, yeah. so if you if you're thinking about it, Radio Techers is a really really good stop on, on your uh, on your way to you know kind of just understanding it a little bit more. Yeah. 
I, I absolutely agree, and, and thank you for the compliment, Steve. Absolutely, yeah, it's a great uh, show. Well, thank you. Uh, well, well, we hope to have you on that show sometime soon. But obviously, we've got headlock talk here, and I think uh, we've got some maybe some news about uh, oh, Rogan yes. Ranger, maybe. Yes, yes. Hmm. So Rogan Ranger, yeah, our game cast. Yeah, it is not dead, ladies and gentlemen. I no. know, I know. I've told you this before. Uh, Tanner and I have talked about we, this. We talked about this last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we finally have. Uh, I've, got, I've got a new co-host. We, we've, we've got a third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have a third now. Uh, so if, if you guys have been listening for for a long time, you will uh, already be familiar with this new co-host. He he's uh, showed up uh, a couple times on our show and, and also through our hot takes segment. Yeah, it is uh, none other than our good buddy good friend mike charlip very cool yes, yes. very cool i'm very excited to to have mike charlip go on uh come on the show with us we me and him have been texting back and forth th- this entire week and uh yeah it, it just seems like we're gonna have a, a lot of fun with it and it's it's always a good time whenever we're able to sit down with mike so mm-hmm. th- this is uh just another way that we can do that and uh bring in bring in rogan ranger back yeah so it, it's exciting times now I think what we're going to end up doing, and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Stephen, mm-hmm. but what we're going to try and do is set up a Rogue and Ranger Twitter account mm-hmm. as well as a uh, uh, Rogue and Ranger's own uh, podcast feed. Yes, indeed. Uh, so when that is all set up and we've got er- all the fine details in here, we'll let you know what that Twitter f- uh, account is and what that um, uh, what that um, podcast feed is, so that way you can listen to it mm-hmm. wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. It's good times, man. It it's good times. times. I'm excited. Now, now I, I haven't ruled out completely ever coming on Rogue and Ranger ever, right? I well, haven't ruled that out. Of course. But, it, but, I mean, I'm glad to see that, that you and Mike are taking up the, the mantle on this here. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, of course, you're you're more than welcome anytime you want to come on. I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I know you're a busy guy. I, I Man, if it wasn't for Radio Techers, I'd be like, yeah, let's. I'll be on it every week. I hear but, you. Yeah. I hear you. Um, but yeah, I will I will drop in occasionally. I, I mean, FIFA 21 is coming out soon, so i got to give you my review on that. And uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to talk about it. I might have to get it now. Now yeah. you might have to get it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that would probably, with your newfound fandom, that would probably help out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but um, I guess for all things Headlock Talk here, like like we said earlier, give us a, give us a, a follow on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Make sure to subscribe to us, and if you can, uh, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's been a pleasure talking to you guys this evening and watching this show. Uh, and uh, I hope you enjoyed this, this little bit of a watch along getting Stephen and I's inside takes here. Yes, indeed. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I am, of course, the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. And take care and have yourselves a great rest of the day. Later. Bye bye. become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. 
Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. <laughs> 